0: Good evening, everybody. This is Bubba's Bodyguard podcast, available on all major podcast platforms. Today, I am blessed to have Shigari Aline. Hi, how you doing, Shigari?
1: I'm doing all right. Can't complain.
0: Yes, sir. And, um, you know, can you just kind of touch on, like, your upbringing, where you're from, and eventually how you got into playing basketball?
1: Uh, well, I'm from the Bronx. Um, and, you know, I got into playing basketball. <laughs> my, my older brother started playing first, so it was something that I watched him do. Mm-hmm. And and um after you know he started that's when I you know picked it up maybe around the age of nine or ten, and um that's when I began my journey playing with different AAU teams, playing with my school teams, and you know the, pretty much the rest is history.
0: Absolutely, and and I got to ask you, like, when did you when did you hit your like big growth spurt? Like, when were you like starting to get really tall? Was it at a young age, or you hit that growth spurt later on in life, or?
1: Um, everything for me was gradual
0: mm-hmm absolutely yep. you, you eventually you you reached is it uh you 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 became seven foot three is that correct correct wow all right that's awesome and uh so like take me through you know like playing at high school and then you know what that was like and then finally you get the opportunity to play at kentucky just take take us through that that journey
1: well, in regards to high school, um, I attended Wright High School in Harlem, uh, which was um, in New York City basketball, was the creme de la creme. It's the, it's the, um, it's the Kentuckys. It's the North Carolinas. It's the, it's mm-hmm. the of of high school basketball at that, at that time. Right. So, you know, it's a, it's a high school team that always came in, in the top, top five, every year top top five in the country every year we're sponsored by nike different things um, of that nature so i was coming in, in into a very um elite program mm-hmm. and it was uh and, you know uh, during that program it's it's you know everybody gets treated the same but mm-hmm. you really have to work you have you really have to work and that's where that's where um, i was very fortunate to be a part of that program Absolutely, and then
0: you know, take us through like the experience of, of playing at Kentucky. Uh, obviously, you were so blessed to you know play at the. I mean, people would probably consider that the the best basketball program in the nation. I mean, you know, they're just always at the top. Uh, they're always ranked. They're always you know with big names. You know, the the, the top high school players. You know, getting into their their school. Just kind of t- take us through that, and uh, you know what that journey and experience was like at, at the collegiate level.
1: Well, first and four, first and foremost, uh, what people gotta understand is I'm not I'm not bragging because I went there. I'm just mm-hmm. this is just the truth. Um, right. Kentucky is the most winning the most winningest basketball program in Division One college basketball history. They wow. have the most, they have the most championships and the most wins. And I was very fortunate to be a part of that program as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in regards to me going there, um, <laughs> it was. Uh, Kentucky was always on my bucket list of schools mm-hmm. and you know I had I had about four or five schools that um that was my bucket list and you know it came down to Kentucky and, and Kentucky you know I felt Kentucky was the right fit
0: right absolutely and um you know you you had the privilege there you, you know like you said you played there for for three seasons um and you know you you got to play along the likes of you know Ray John Rondo and uh, you were under coach Calipari is that correct
1: no i was under coach tubby smith
0: okay okay and uh you know like just just take us through that like i mean you know how hard you had to work uh you know like how disciplined how many sacrifices you had to make you know to to not only play at the collegiate level but to play there for as long as you did
1: well like i said it's the creme de la creme of of um college basketball um Mm -hmm. like i said the most winningest program and they 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 once you go there they hold you up to a very high standard Mm -hmm. but also the support the support is also there too so they're not they're not you know it's not a uh it's not a one-way street the support is there but they do hold you up to a high standard if it's up to them you got um kentucky's kentucky is supposed to win it every year right Right, so going into that program you're going into guys who are also um, all Americans just like you, you're going into mm-hmm. a program where guys were also mi- uh, Mr. Basketball of their state, just like you. Mm-hmm. And very, you know, and, and, and so therefore you have to compete, but at the same time, put it all together and, um, you know, uh, make your contribution to the winning tradition.
0: Absolutely. And, um, you know, like, obviously you had a lot of proud moments, uh, you know, during during college. But if if there was one moment that stood out above all others, like what was your proudest moment of, of college?
1: To be honest with you, I enjoyed the whole college experience. It's mm-hmm. something that I wanted to do. Um, you know, when I graduated from high school, I told myself not even way before I graduated from high school, I told myself that I did not want to attend college um, in New York City. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to go, I wanted to go away and experience and, you know, that, and that's what I did. So the experiences I had in Kentucky are things that I will cherish, you know, forever.
0: Right. A- absolutely. And, you know, throughout your, your uh, high school and college journey, what was the thing that you learned the most, Shigari? Like, what was the the top thing, uh, you know, that you could say, hey, look, I learned this the most.
1: Um. Well, you learn a lot of things, especially through mm-hmm. the game of basketball. Um, you know, I I I really can't pinpoint it to one thing. Um, right. you learn a lot about yourself as well. I did learn that I was very um, I did learn um that I you know I learned how to deal with the pressure mm-hmm. and dealing with crunch time situations and um, just being poised, poised right. under pressure, right. And it's something that I believe I, I already had, but it's something that, that was cultivated through these programs because of the, 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 rigorous, the rigorous training that we, that we went through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in regards to everything else, I, I'm lead, leadership. I think leadership is, a, is another thing. Um, being um, Holding not only others accountable, but holding yourself accountable Absolutely.
2: for certain things
1: and being, and being able to reflect and being able to reflect and understand where mm-hmm. you might have went wrong. Because that's, that's what, if, if you play at the top pro, at these top programs, that's what they do. Your teammates will hold you accountable. Um, it wouldn't even be the culture staff. It'll be, it'll be your teammates. We police mm-hmm. ourselves. And that's yeah. pretty much what it was, um, at, you know, at these programs. And, um, you know, like amongst many others, I can go on and on, but amongst many others, those, those are the things, if you ask me right now, that stood out.
0: Absolutely, and you know, then uh, after your collegiate journey, you you get into playing with the Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, you know, well, first of all, after Kentucky, you played at Manhattan for for a season. Uh, well, you went did you did you play at Manhattan or or you attended school there for a year?
1: I attended school there, and then mm-hmm. after that, um, I began my uh, my uh, I um, for, for, for went my um, my uh. I basically went to be a pro, basically. So uh,
0: absolutely, and
1: um, you know,
0: a- a- after that, you you get in with the Harlem Globetrotters. What was that experience like, and how did that come about?
1: Um, yeah, the Globetrotters was definitely a stop along my journey. Um, prior to mm-hmm. that, uh, um, you know, I had went to training camp with the Philadelphia Seven Sixes. Um, wow. after that, um, you know, I, I um I was also in the um in the D League as well, mm-hmm. and um uh, and then the and then. The glow trotters came calling. Um, it was something that I was, you know, a little apprehensive about at at first because, you know, being someone who always competed and that you know com- competition and and rigorous training was at the was at the forefront. It was something that I mm-hmm. was a little opposed to at first, but it also, you know, once I got into it, it turned out to have some some qualities that that allowed me to see it in a different in a different light absolutely and what would you say like
0: uh, you know you touched on one key thing there but what would you say like the biggest difference was going from Kentucky to eventually you get in with the Globetrotters like what was the 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 main difference
1: well like I said it's um, with the Globetrotters it's more of a show Mm -hmm. it's not actual it's not I mean yes it's a game but there's also elements of um, there's elements of Broadway like there's Broadway like elements in it as well Mm-hmm. So there's acting, there's you know entertaining the crowd, there's doing tricks, there's music, there's dancing, and there's different elements that that engage the crowd a lot more than a regular basketball game, uh, which is which which includes winning and losing.
0: Absolutely, and, and then uh, you know you you had uh, you know about uh, you know from '09 to 2014, you you played uh, either semi pro or professional, uh, and just talk about those experiences and. And, uh, you know, like uh, about what that journey was like uh, from your perspective.
1: I mean, it was great. Uh, like whenever you get paid to play the game of basketball, it's, it's always, a, you know, a, a great experience. So um, that's something, like I said, that you know, I've, I've grown up wanted, wanting to play the, bas- the game of basketball and to get paid for it. It's, it's a, you know, something that I'm, you know, that I'm grateful for.
0: Right. Absolutely. And, you know, and then, uh, you know, after your your extensive and, and, you know, really great career that you that you had at Kentucky with the Globetrotters, uh, you know, with the season there and, uh, you know, then you, you get to play pro and then eventually you get into uh, you get into like music and you get into salsa dancing. Can you talk about how the love kind of uh, construed and, and came about with that?
1: Well, um, oh, well, I can break that one by one. Right. The The music. The music is something that I've I've been in love with my whole life, mm-hmm. and it's something. And I actually love music way before I love basketball. i right. I probably like I probably enjoyed music straight out the womb, and it wasn't just mm-hmm. it wasn't just hip hop. It was because I grew up in a household that played you know all sorts of music from hip hop to old school blues to um you know caribbean music to calypso to soca to reggae we play i mean we played we played it all so Mm that 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 um combination of of different you know elements of music those different sounds i was hearing it really shaped me and um you know it really shaped me in a different way it's something that i fell in love with early And, um, you know, regards to the salsa, you know, i never, I didn't dance salsa early on, but I was always a dancer. So when Mm -hmm. I started dancing salsa in 2012, it was something that wasn't for dancing, wasn't something that was foreign to me. It was something that, you know, I just figured I'd try and it it started off as a favor and it, um, wound up being something that I, that I eventually, you know, loved to do.
0: Right. Absolutely, and um, you know, we 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 touched on uh, you know, your height earlier. You know, you stand at seven seven feet three inches tall. What what was your wingspan?
1: Uh, my wingspan was pretty. It was pretty. It was large. It was. It was. Um, I don't recall at the moment, but it was. It was a pretty long wingspan.
0: Absolutely, and uh, th- this is kind of like a, just an interesting question. Have you ever met anybody that was taller than you throughout your journey?
1: Yeah, I met I met a few guys that were tall. Um, mm. Yeah, definitely, absolutely,
0: absolutely. And uh, we'll, we'll go off topic here, Sh- Shigari, just for a moment. And we'll get back into things. Uh, recently, I was named an ambassador for Bodyguards Against Bullying. What is your message to speak out against bullying?
1: Um, bullying's not cool. It's something that that, mm. that doesn't belong. You know, unfortunately, you know, a lot of kids they experience that type of thing in regards to bullying, and it's something that can really um depending on the individual can really affect you for the rest of your life. And uh, go ahead.
0: Yes, no, no, i was just agreeing agreeing with what you were saying. Yes.
1: No, absolutely. And, and it's something that I, mm-hmm. I don't think is is um is needed. Is needed.
0: Absolutely. And, and, you know, I appreciate you, uh, you know, your message on that. And, uh, you know, we'll get back into things here, Shigari. Um, so just, you know, what, what is your encouragement to the youth? Like, you know, if they, if they have aspirations of whether it be a globetrotter one day or being a professional or being a, the Division One athlete that is an All-American, like what is your advice to them? How hard do they have to work? What, what are the sacrifices they need to make? You know, like what is your uh, motivation and, and encouragement to them?
1: Well, I mean, the first thing, first things first, you got to want it. Um I then you gotta mm-hmm. want it. if this is not something you 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 want to do, mm-hmm. then it's gonna be very difficult to try to um in in so many words, fake the fuck, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um in regards to this. If you really have to wanna do this, don't do it because your friends are doing it. Don't don't do this because you see it on TV and it looks cool and you see Steph Curry shooting shots from half court and you think you can do that too. There's a lot of work mm-hmm. there's a lot of work that goes into um, these athletes and these guys, you know, performing on these high levels um, that that you see them on, because what you see is the is the uh, is the final product. But there's hours. Absolutely. There's, there's hours that go into there's that, there's hours to go going going into um, making these performances look the way they look the way they look. Right. So that that's, A- absolutely,
2: that's,
0: and mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was just you know basically uh, in agreement you know that you know anybody could say hey I want to be the next MJ or Curry you know it's it, it's cool to say it but are you going to put the actions to those words you know anybody could say they you know hey I want to be the next CEO or I want to be the next ball player but like you said what are you willing to to put into it you know it's a lot of hours endured endured it's a lot of blood sweat and tears it it's a lot of uh sacrifices it's a lot of failures you know it's but it's like like you said, how bad do you want it? Are you willing to take them losses and and learn from things and 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 be in the gym uh you know twenty four seven you know whatever it takes you know that uh you know if you if you want it bad enough you'll you'll you know th- there's not a bridge you won't cross you know for very it.
1: true and uh, another thing is um those mm-hmm. times if you're if, if you're starting off young and um you know, you're accustomed to hanging to hanging out with your friends, hanging out with the girls, hanging out with the for, the, for the girls, mm-hmm. hanging out with the boys. Um, that that right there, um, is 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 slim to none. This journey, you'll have your time, but right. you you're gonna have to sacrifice family vacations. You're gonna have to sacrifice a lot of things if you really want to get this. Um, if you really want to achieve this goal.
0: Absolutely. And uh, you know, what what would you say along your journey in life, uh, you know, throughout your career and just life in general, like what was a, a major problem or setback or roadblock that you had came across that you felt, man, I just can't get past it and you were able to conquer and persevere? Like what what was a time like that for you in life where you just you thought something was just too big to get past it, but you were able to get through it?
1: Well, see, that's the big I don't I don't see things like that. Like I don't see things mm-hmm. as as an obstacle. I see um, Right. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. We all encounter things that we, um, that we, you know, that aren't necessarily our strong suit, but the perspective Mm -hmm. I always took to it is, 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 uh, um, basically acquiring the knowledge that I can get over, overcome the obstacle. It's all about, to be honest with you, it's all about information and knowledge. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, once you have that and, um, I was very fortunate to be and. um, to basically have number one confidence in myself, but understand that um, a lot of these things, a lot of the gifts that I have, and a lot of things that you know that I'm fortunate to be able to be a part of, mm-hmm. is not was, was given to me. It was it was it was ascended on um, ascended upon me, as opposed to me just, mm-hmm. like, just getting this by myself. And once you have that, you know, once you're rooted in that and you understand that, then there's not many things that you can't overcome.
0: Absolutely. And uh, we'll kind of touch on, uh, you know, one more thing about your your college experience. Who was the toughest person you ever had to guard or defend or, like, just a matchup that you knew every time when you played that school or that team or that player, you knew you were going to get everything. I mean, obviously, you know, you played so many tough schools, but – there was one person that stood out most, like who was the toughest person you ever had to guard during your time at Kentucky?
1: Um, we man, we played everybody. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. we played everybody. We played um, we played North Carolina when they won the championship in two thousand five, and that team mm-hmm. that team was incredible. Um, they had beat us, they had beat us um, early in the season at North Carolina. And um, that was one. That was one team that we looked at, and we were like, "That team is tough." But you no, know, our, t- our team, the team that we had, we were peaking at the right time. And um, if we had kept on, cause we made it to the Elite Eight that year. And if we had kept on going, mm. we would have met. Em, we would have met them maybe in the Final Four, of the national championship that year. So I would, I would say right. I, if I was fit, uh, I'll probably say North Carolina, that 2004-2005 2000, North Carolina team. Okay.
0: And, uh, you know, since we got a true big man on here, you know, somebody that really knows the center position and, and has played it for so long, what, what does it take? Like, what makes a, a, a true good big man? Like, what you know, anybody that's out here listening to this podcast that really wants to play the five and not just play but at a high level, what, is it, what does it take?
1: Um, well, you know, the game is evolving, right? So there's, um, there's not many, quote unquote, traditional big, traditional bigs, right? Before it was, you know, you had your (laughs) certain positions and you had your duties at that position. Now, um, now all the positions are doing pretty much the same thing at at, at this point. However, I, Mm I think, um, I do think that, um, you know there are certain elements that you still do have to have as a big such as mm-hmm. running the floor and if you're playing the five you're run, uh, running the floor being able to post up is another thing um, mm-hmm. blocking shots is another thing <laughs> rebounding is another thing and, and and being able to dominate at a high level because right. those those key components will help you dominate at the high level um, offensively um, just getting um, a main move and getting a counter move. And if you're you're able to achieve all of of those things, then I think you'll have a lot of success at at the, at the five position, the center position.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, you touched on so many uh, great key components there that are, you know, just truly important to, to being a pivotal uh, and really an elite big man. Uh, You know, you gotta, you gotta do those things and not just do them, but you have to do them at a high level. If you really want to dominate and take over, um, you know what? You know what are some things we can expect to see from you here in the near future, Shigari, uh, or some things you're working on in the future? What What can we expect to see?
1: Well, um, a few things. I uh, I was very mm-hmm. fortunate to, um, you know, through you know a lot of things in my life, through a lot of a lot of experiences in my life, to really come to understand um, what I'm passionate about and what I'm what I'm really good about. And as you mentioned earlier, music is one of them. So. Mm -hmm. Um, I do plan on, um, putting out some music once I get it all put together. Um, that's one of the things, um, what I'm already doing is, is I'm going into schools and I'm doing motivational speaking and, um, I'm doing, uh, different, you know, fundraiser basketball games and, and different things of that nature, um, in these schools. So, you know, Mm -hmm. continuing to do that and in regards to salsa just, you know, dancing salsa and putting out different content um and you know inspiring those to basically you know do do the things that you're in do the things that you're interested in and passionate about Mm -hmm. and 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 going forth with that lead with passion
0: absolutely and um you know to touch on you you know you touched on such a key thing there that you were going to go around and and you know speak to the youth and encourage them and and you know be be a, a guest speaker touch on the importance for schools and recreation centers to to allow kids the privilege of that and the opportunity that they need to see positive role models doing great things in the community and people that have had successes in their life talk about the importance of well, that. like
1: i said it's all about information um <laughs> mm-hmm. the information is everything and us coming in well, not us, but uh, you know, those who have experience coming in and and mm. and giving it to the youth is very important because, as mm. as great as the teachers are, and no disrespect to the teachers at all, but mm. there's certain things that they don't know or they're not privy. They're not privy to. Just, right. you know, there might not be a, a, a certain element or a certain mindset that not uh, or a school of thought that they that they know of that they can extend on mm-hmm. to the students and it's our job to go in the, in the school and just, you know, like, em, like Eminem said, kicking with them for a minute, you know, just, just with them, let them know, right. give them some knowledge and have them do with, do with it as they may.
0: Absolutely. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's so important. And like you said, you know, there's just, you know, some avenues that just, just aren't completely covered and, and then, you know, you, That's when the other, you know, coaches, mentors, positive role models, uh, people with success stories, whatever it may be, inspiring stories, they can come in and, you know, just fill that void per se or, you know, offer that that extra boost of of encouragement to the youth that they, you know, so desperately need, uh, especially, you know, uh, you know, with our youth nowadays, they grow up, you know, whether it be broken homes or. You know, they're they're in and out of the streets or whatever it may be. You know, they, they need those people that they can look up to and say, hey, you know what? This 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 person, this lady, this man did something positive with their life and the same community I'm from that I could do it. too. Absolutely.
1: And, that, and that's the key. They You know, they look at like I said before, they look at these guys and they see the final product, um, but they don't know their backstory. Mm-hmm. And then when they find out their backstory, like, look, I I came from these same same neighborhoods that you came from. Mm-hmm. That, that right, there is right very. that's very inspiring.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, go ahead and finish no, your ahead, uh, thought there. Uh, you know, just, uh, you know, basically, as we get ready to conclude here, I'll pass things over to you, Shigari. Uh, if there was anything, any final words of encouragement, anything that we didn't get to touch on that you wanted to talk about, uh, just in this final moment here, uh, we'll, you know, we'll, you know, I'll put it over to you and you just kind of, you know, lead the direction as, as you see.
1: Um, well, like I said, I've, I've been in life. I've been very fortunate mm-hmm. to uh, find out um, what I'm very passionate about. And and that's one thing that I've, I've chosen to do with my own life is lead, lead with passion. Um, um, mm-hmm. You know, the salsa basketball and music are three things that I'm very fortunate to have uncovered in my life. And I do notice, I do notice that when you do lead with passion, you know, they always say, um, if you do what you, what you love, you never work a day in your life. And that statement, although cliche is very true. So I would, I would, um, I would just extend that to the youth and just let them know that you know if you're passionate about something, go after it regardless of uh, what what others might say, um, and mm-hmm. just be open, be open to, be open to um, input, be open to input, right. be right. open to different schools of thought, be open, be open to different uh, mindsets. Because that's 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 all in the growth. That that's what causes growth.
0: Absolutely. It, it's very true. You know, you got to be you know humble. You got to be uh, with the right attitude. You got to be coachable. You got to be able to take constructive criticism. You got to be able to take uh, knowledge and insight and wisdom from people that have experiences, true experiences in life, you know, that can that can help you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely
0: and you know again shigari I, I truly appreciate you know all your knowledge your insight your encouragement and motivation you know you you truly have a an amazing journey uh in life and, and with sports um let people know where they can keep in contact with you Chigari.
1: um in regards to social media i'm on social media shigari uh, yeah. lane s is in sam h a g a r i a is an apple two l's as in llama e y m is in nancy e and on um and on on IG Instagram, I'm seven footer for life. So the word seven, the word footer, F O O T E R, the number four, life, um, on IG. And you could you know uh, you can reach out to me on that and holler at me on those platforms.
0: All right, perfect, and uh you know again, thank you so much for you know all your words of encouragement and and uh, you know you have such an inspiring journey and you know I know that this isn't the end of it. you have so much more in store you know with uh whatever endeavor that may be, and uh you know I wish you nothing but uh you know health and prosperity and and you know may you be safe during this time
1: most definitely, I definitely appreciate it.
0: Yes, sir. You're welcome. Anytime. Uh, again, this is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast, available on all major podcast platforms. Again, Shigari Al, Al-, Al- Alian, or excuse me, g- give give me the last name one more time because I get a no. Nah, it's
1: all it good. Aline.
0: Aline. Okay. I was trying to, uh, you know, make it a little more <laughs> complex than what it was. Uh, so again, I-, I appreciate it, and uh, you know, we'll-, we'll be in touch. All right. All right? Thank, Thank you. you so much. All
2: right.